Would you please stand as you are able for the reading of today's scripture? Our Bible has so much to say about peace. So here, this smorgasbord of uh, passages about peace, starting with the prophet Isaiah, chapter 41, verse 10. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. And then in the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 27, Jesus offers these words. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not let them be afraid. And in Matthew 5, verse 9, Jesus says this. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Please be seated. Peace. It's a beautiful word, isn't it? What do you think of when you hear that word? What images come to your mind when you think of peace or of peaceful things. Maybe it's a quiet spot in the woods or a great expanse of ocean, a beautiful sunset on the beach, or the view from a mountaintop. Maybe it's the soothing sounds of a waterfall or the pristine silence of a snow-covered world. Maybe it's a puppy or a kitten. Maybe it's the beauty of a sleeping child. Maybe peace is the majesty of a beautiful cathedral. Or the simplicity of a simple country chapel. Maybe peace is the image of a family sitting around a table saying a prayer before a meal. Or a group of people who don't look very much alike but working together and sharing life together. Maybe peace is that feeling you get standing in a majestic forest. What image comes to your mind when you think about peace? Well, sometimes we search for peace and we think about peace when we think about church. I remember it was a normal afternoon. It was during the very first week of my time at a new appointment. And I was in my office and I heard two men's voices out in the lobby. Then those voices got a little bit louder. And then they got a little more heated and a little more angry and a little more louder. And by the time I got out from behind my desk and made it to the door of my office. These two parishioners were 
nose to nose and red faced and yelling at each other. I didn't know either one of them. I was new. And so I stepped out of my office and I did something I rarely do. I raised my voice because I couldn't be heard any other way. And I said, what is going on here? And I pushed my way in between them. And lo and behold, I discovered that this great con uh, confrontation all started because someone had bought the wrong kind of toilet paper from the wrong vendor for the church. <clears throat> I kid you not. <clears throat> so I marched them down the hall to the preschool. And we went in one of those rooms and I made them sit at one of those little bitty tables in two of those little bitty chairs. And I said, I channeled my father and I said, we are going to have peace around here. And don't come out of this room until you can act like grown-ups. If not Christians, at least grown-ups. Peace. Is it too much to ask for? A little peace? Another time, the church was um, in a time of rapid growth. And uh, the community around the church was building and growing and we needed to make some changes at the church, some staff changes to keep up with the growth in the church. And so the staff parish committee was working on a proposal to make to the church council. And uh, there was a group in the church that liked the church a whole lot better when there weren't so many people around. And they got wind of this and so they did some politicking and got people worked up about it. And so when the church council meeting came around, instead of our regular 25 people in attendance, we had 125 people in attendance. And trust me, they were not a peaceful crowd. It was rough from the very beginning. And as the staff parish chair made the presentation, it was embarrassing. It was ugly. I'd never seen people act that way in all my years of ministry. And I worried about this guy. I thought, man, what a horrible experience. And so even though it was late, when I finally got home that night, I called him at home. And I said, Tom, I'm, a, I'm just calling to check on you. That was, a, that was a bad experience. And very calmly he said, Barry... I landed fighter jets on the deck of a ship in a storm, in the dark, in a war. Do you think I care what anybody says to me at a church meeting? <laughs> you need to go to bed and find some peace. <laughs> I'll see you in the morning at the gym like always. Right? Peace. Is it too much to ask for? Well, I tell you, if we're left to just the observations we make in the world, if we're left just to our own experiences, we might be inclined to answer that question, yes. Peace is too much to ask for. The war in Ukraine, the war in the Middle East, and the 
21 other armed conflicts going on right now across the globe while we worship. The racial violence that tears communities apart. Violence against people because of their appearance or their beliefs or their lifestyles or even their driving nowadays is out of control. Violence against women and children on the rise. We can look at the world around us and give up on peace. But as the great preacher William Sloan Coffin wrote, to give up on peace is to give up on God. And as followers of Jesus, we don't give up on God. We stay committed to the search for peace. Because peace is what God longs for every one of us to know. Peace is what God longs for every person to know. Peace is what God longs for all creation to know. The words in the Bible, in the Old Testament and the New Testament, that we translate into the word, English word peace, those words appear in the Bible 429 times. Peace is a big deal in the Bible. Peace matters to God. And so peace matters to us and we stay committed to our search for peace. And from beginning to the end of the scriptures, peace is a theme. In our readings today, we heard first from the prophet Isaiah who reminded the people of old and reminded us today that peace is grounded not in the circumstances of the world, but in who God is. Not in what we see, not in what we experience, but in the very nature of God. Peace is grounded in God's love for us and God's care for us. Peace is grounded in God's love and care for all creation. And that's why Isaiah can say, fear not, don't be afraid. God will uphold us in times of struggle and distress and chaos. It's in God that we will find peace. Then in John's gospel, Jesus is speaking to the 12 disciples. And they are not a peaceful group. They are growing less peaceful by the minute because Jesus is talking to them about his departure, about his death. He's preparing them for life without him. They can't even begin to get their mind around that yet. And Jesus makes this beautiful promise to them. He will give them his 
peace. Not like the world gives. Not a peace that's dependent on the whims of individuals or the actions of nations. Jesus will give his peace. Peace that is in his presence, in who he is. His abiding presence, even in times, as John says in chapter 14, when hearts are troubled and minds are afraid. Jesus will give a peace that's found in him. The Prince of Peace. So the question for all of us is this. Where do we need peace in our life? Where do you need peace in your life today? Do you need peace from anxiety and worry? Do you need peace from anger in your life? Do you need peace from unforgiveness that you feel toward other people? Do you need peace from unforgiveness you feel toward yourself? Do you need peace in relationships in your family and among people that matter to you? Do you need peace with who you are and where you are, where your life is right now? Most important of all, do you need peace with God? In other words, do we need peace with God? Do we need to live into all of the love and forgiveness and grace that God has always offered to every one of us, no matter who we are, no matter where we've been, no matter where we're headed? Where do we need peace in our life? You see, peace begins within each one of us. Each one of us. And it starts by accepting the love and grace and forgiveness of God in our life. And believing that that's what God wants most for us. What God wants most for everyone. Peace. And then we heard from the Gospel of Matthew, from the Sermon on the Mount and the Beatitudes. Jesus' call. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the children of God. One way we search for peace is to follow Jesus' call to work for peace. To be peacemakers. To be peaceful people. I've been reading a lot uh, uh, from Dwight Eisenhower lately. I don't know why except 
everybody's making such a big deal about how old I am, and he was president when I was born. So I've been reading about Dwight Eisenhower, and he wrote this. Peace and justice are two sides of the same coin. Peace and justice are two sides of the same coin. When we search for peace, we can help make peace by working to make this world a more just and compassionate world. That's why at Sun Creek we live and serve out of generosity and love and grace toward the larger human family. We want to be true to this call from the Beatitudes to be peacemakers in this world. To be a part of the solution, not a part of the problem. We want God to use us to bring peace to people's lives and by bringing peace to people's lives, to bring peace to this troubled world. Peace is grounded in who God is. And we experience peace in our own hearts through Jesus. And we partner with God in our search for peace by helping Make peace in this world. So you see, our search for peace doesn't just benefit ourselves. It benefits the whole world. So, keep searching for peace. Don't give up in spite of everything that rages around us. Don't give up on peace. Remember, God doesn't give up on you. God doesn't give up on me. God doesn't give up on us. God hasn't given up on this broken, fractured, warring world. God is still at work bringing peace. We can't give up on God. And we can be a part of bringing peace to the world. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.